I'd like to begin today uh, in 2 Corinthians 12, where Paul has been boasting, in quotes, uh, about visions and revelations from the Lord and being caught up into paradise. And he says this in 2 Corinthians 12, 4. He heard things that cannot be told, which man may not utter. Then follows something you wouldn't expect. He turns boasting on its head with this statement in verse 5. On behalf of this man, I will boast, but on my own behalf, I will not boast, except in my weakness. Now, everyone loves a winner. And I'm sure none of us want our kids or grandkids to come home from school loudly proclaiming how badly they did in some test or a competition and boasting, wow, I came last in maths and in sport, I was out first ball, our team lost by a mile, what a great day. Uh, well, Paul is doing something like that in this passage when he says, I will not boast except in my weakness. And Christians sometimes speak of power. Uh, we speak of the power to overcome this or that temptation, besetting or pet sin. Uh, we want power in prayer. Uh, and we pray for the Holy Spirit to give us that power. And I've said amen to prayers that God would give us a supernatural power. Uh, in order to be more devoted, more diligent, more fruitful, and more faithful in his service. But God doesn't give us supernatural power. He gives us the opposite. He gives us supernatural weakness. I will not boast except in my weakness. I will not celebrate my ability. I will celebrate my inability. He gives us supernatural weakness so that his power can mightily work within us. In Colossians 1.28, Paul says that he works hard to proclaim Christ, admonishing and teaching every man with all wisdom so as to present every man complete, perfect, mature in Christ. And does he do that powerfully? Yes, he does. But listen to what he says in verse 29, the verse after. For this purpose also I labour, striving according to his power, which mightily works within me. Most of us have probably had to write a resume or CV, whichever you call it in your part of the world, at some time or other. We've all had to write a resume, and I've had to write a few iterations of my own during my working life, and I've also received many from men and women who wanted a job. Without exception, those documents were geared uh, to give a positive impression and to get a job interview. Some people get a third party agency to do the actual writing of their resume or CV uh, to make it more presentable. I want to look 
today at the Christian CV, the Christian resume that God's written for us in, in the Bible. Uh, this is my CV. On page one, it describes a man without God, without hope in the world, and completely unable to do anything, helpless to do anything about it. In fact, it describes him as dead in trespasses and sins in, two, uh, in Ephesians 2, and so lacking in power that he had to breathe life into him and give him a new birth. And God did that because of his electing grace. And we read in Romans 5, 6, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. On top of that electing grace, God did something equally amazing. He adopted this weak, powerless man into his own family and gave him a sure and certain hope and an inheritance with his own dear son, Jesus. Now, this is it's truly incredible. So that now I'm part of the family of him who upholds all things by the word of his power, has that increased my own power? Well, no, it hasn't. Page two of the Christian's resume speaks of sanctification. It says my hearing is weak. I often fail to listen. In fact, it says that I suffer from deafness and selective hearing. And even when I do hear something, it says that I'm foolish and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Further down the page, it says I have problems with pride, and ego and self-will and need regular reminding that all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes and pride of life are not from the Father but from the world and a world that is passing away, a dying world. Now, this Christian resume, this Christian CV speaks of my disobedience and failure to carry out the simplest instructions and my frequent need to go to the medicine cabinet of grace for the remedy printed large and highlighted. If any man sins, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins. It says that this man's prayers are weak, and he doesn't know how to pray as he ought, and relies heavily on the Spirit, who is sent to help with our weaknesses and to intercede with groanings too deep for words. Then we get to page three of the Christian resume, and it's actually quite encouraging. It's, it's the training and education section, but there's nothing here that the world would call power. And under the heading of current training projects and lessons in progress, I see these still open. Humility, humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Still learning, James 4.10. Submission. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. 
resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Still learning James 4, uh, verses 7 and 8. Dying to self, he must increase, I must decrease. I have been crucified with Christ. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Still learning all those verses. Learning to serve. Much repetition needed here is uh, learning that the way up is in fact down. Uh, we're not to look for power on the top shelf. It's not there. You're down on our knees and look on the bottom shelf because that's where you'll find the power that God gives. In conclusion, uh, just a brief comment about the word Christian. And, and don't get me wrong when I say this because God places such a high value on us uh, that he loved us to death. The name Christian is Christ plus I-A-N. Christ and then I am nothing. Is it biblical to speak in such a way, to say such a thing? Well, yes, it is. And we see that in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 11, that the apostle Paul thought that way about himself when he said this, for I was not at all inferior to these super apostles, even though I am nothing. Be encouraged with the words and be encouraged with the words of uh, Hebrews 11.34 that speaks of those who by faith quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of swords, uh, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in, in war, put foreign armies to flight. And as you read on in the following verses, in verses 35 to 38, you see that they were made strong to endure the most horrendous suffering. We good to remember that the one qualification for receiving God's grace and power working in and through us is to know that we don't qualify. And the one thing that disqualifies us is thinking that we do. And may God bless us today with supernatural weakness and may he bless his word to our hearts. Amen.